With all due respect, Master, is he not the Chosen One? Is he not to destroy the Sith and bring balance to the Force? So the prophecy says. What is up, Star Wars fans? This week on Their Only Legends, we talk about a new Star Wars book that talks about possibly changing the Chosen One prophecy. Brie Larson is rumored to play a Jedi more powerful than Vader. Sebastian Stan weighing in on the rumors of him playing Luke, and so much more. Before we get into the episode, I gotta tell you, if you're not already following us on Instagram, you need to do so. You can do that at Instagram.com forward slash Their Only Legends. Uh, we're putting stuff up there almost daily, talking about uh, memes, comic strips, trivia, facts, all sorts of good stuff. Also, if you want to get into contact with us, if you got a question, a comment, uh, a correction, a suggestion, anything you want us to talk about, if you want to just say what's up, you can do so by sending us an email to theironlylegends at gmail.com. Uh, we've got a Twitter too. If you want to ha- go ahead, go and follow that. I almost had a stroke before the podcast even started. That's at onlylegendspod. We don't really post on there, but if you want to do that, go ahead. Also, last but not least, uh, at the moment of this recording, we still don't have an Apple review. So if you are an Apple listener and you want to get a free t-shirt leave us a review we've already got some people out there throwing out the ratings and we love every single one of them but i'm telling you you want a free t-shirt be the first person to leave a review and uh we'll hook you up anyway enough of me let's listen to more of me and spencer Away with a Jedi and a Sith and a smuggler's tape. We are two and Yoda, three PO and Leia, Luke Vader and later, Kylo Fit Parade. Don't tell me the eyes when I place on my bed. Who got the Chewbacca? There's no need to fret. Thrusters are primed in the corner, they set. Then it's off with their heads like their name Jango Fett. I've seen these movies like 500 times. I'm solo shot first, ain't no change in my mind. One with the force and the force is with me, so of course I'm gonna see even if I go blind. I'm on this journey of trials and lessons. Get lost in this wonder in a matter of seconds. Let's jump to light speed and tear through the heavens. Enjoy every minute, cause they're only legends. What is up, Star Wars fans? Welcome back to another episode of Their Only Legends. It's your boy, Tyler. With me, as always, my good friend, Spencer. What's up, Spence? What's up, dude? Man, so we're here, and it's early again, and it's amazing, and I love it, and we've got more Star Wars to talk. Um, Actually, quite a bit. Like, nothing really big and breaking, but a lot of good, like, uh, a good, good amount of, like, topics to talk about. But before we get into that, my friend, what kind of Star Wars did you enjoy this last week? Let's see, dude. I I did watch some Star Wars, so I rewatched uh, rewatched some Clone Wars. What else I do, dude? Now I'm like put on the spot. I'm like I don't I don't fucking remember what I watched this week. Normally you do this shit to me, um, but I threw you a curveball this morning. You know what? Not even just watch though. I got the Ahsoka novel by mm. E.K. Johnston, and I started that, and that shit is so good. Um, I might have to get it. Let's see. Oh, I watched Return of the Jedi. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> but Any- I, I feel like I watch that like once a week. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your that's your favorite one. That's your go-to. Yeah. But no, I started that Ahsoka novel and it's so good. And I also listened. I, I picked back up uh, Light of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And I listened to probably two hours worth of it. And I just I'm having such a hard time getting uh, into it, and I, I don't know if it's the audiobook format or if it's uh if it's the book itself because I've noticed a lot of other people say kind of the same stuff where it's just like 
it's it's hard to track like 20 characters first off yeah like true and, and be invested and and try to like pick my favorites maybe if i were to visit it i don't know five ten times i could probably be like oh i like this person's slightly different personality traits i really like the uh in, in light of the jedi i really like the uh i i listened to the what is it the mind yeah mind meld or whatever they called it yeah I really like how they did that, where it's essentially like I'm a beacon and I send it out to all these other people and I focus on this object and they can see it through me. So they're able to focus on this. Like, I really liked the concept of it. They they are trying. You can you can tell they're trying to, like, tread the waters of testing new force abilities. Yeah. And like, even though it's not really a new force, but like it's it's a new force ability. Yeah. Um, but they're, if anything, solidifying that, like, each Jedi has their specific traits that they're strong in, which mm-hmm. we already know. Yeah, yeah. But, but it, uh, that's never explicitly discussed, though. It's, like, as a fan, right. as the fandom, we have to be, like, notice, like, oh, you know, like, yeah, like, oh, Kylo has the ability to read minds. Anakin has the ability to see the future. Uh, I don't, like, you know, all sorts of shit like that, you know. Yoda yeah. has an ungodly amount of patience. <laughs> Do you remember you were telling me, I think it was last week, about like the scene from, uh, I don't remember if it was TLJ or Rise of Skywalker, where like Kylo like interrogates Chewbacca? It's supposed to be from Rise of Skywalker, yeah. Yeah, so I've heard some other people talk about that too. Mm-hmm. I guess that scene was just fucking brutal. That's what I heard, um, that it was dark as fuck and that yeah they legit didn't use, like i said last week i think it was or maybe the week before they they legit did not use it because they thought kylo would be irredeemable to the audience because <laughs> yeah. that's how good adam driver is i kind of want to see this scene dude dude me i guess too, in man. like the concept art for it there was like needles yeah Chewbacca's back and shit yeah um i yeah i want to look more into that because like that, that sounds so crazy. I only brought that up because you said Kylo Ren and it was mm-hmm. on the tip of my brain. Well, and kind of like uh, you read the you read the novel, right? The novelization mm-hmm. of the film. And in there, there sure is did. the interrogation scene. But mm-hmm. it, it's more so like Kylo walks in and then when he goes to reach into Chewbacca's mind, he has the flashbacks of all of the time they spent together of his him as a kid and the pain that yeah. Chewie feels towards yeah. Ben and all that shit. And so like you know, he's forced to leave because, you know, it's yeah. only helping the light side pull to him even more, <clears throat> which like, I guess it's kind of a bummer that Adam driver is so fucking good at what he does because it would have been nice to see that scene, but no, mm-hmm. he had to go to that fucking dark place allegedly. Or, I mean, I'm sure JJ told him to, you know, you know, did they shoot the scene? I think they were filming the scene and they just decided Mid to scrap filming, it. JJ is like, nah, scrap cut, it. Cut, fuck cut, it. Cut, we, cut, we ain't cut. doing Mm-mm. this. No. <laughs> this will be a crime against humanity if we let this happen. Um, Man. But what Star Wars content did you enjoy this week? I I watched a couple of the episodes of Rebels. Um, nice. Only a couple. Um, I can't remember what I was doing, but I sat. Oh, no, that was, uh, yeah, it was earlier in the week. I think it was well, Monday. Mm-hmm. I was uh I was doing all sorts of shit. I was feeling super sassy last Monday. Uh, it's, it, I was just in a mood, so I was like listening to a lot of aggressive music and cleaning the kitchen and keeping the fire going hot in the in the in the living room. And while I was making sure the fire was hot as shit, I was watching some Rebels. I watched uh season two episodes uh fourteen and fifteen. That's Legends of the uh, Lasat and The Call. Um, and I thought it was pretty cool seeing um uh Zeb. Um, finding out that Zeb's kind of like 
uh, a hero to his people. Uh, because for those who don't know, uh, well, fuck, that's a lot to explain. But anyway, if you if you look up who Zebarelios is, you'll see you know his character is the last of his or one of the last of his uh, of his race, not the last, mm-hmm. but one of them. And then in this episode, you know they uh, rescue a couple a couple uh, more Lasat that they didn't know existed, and uh, they recognize him as not I mean not royalty, but as a hero. And then there's like this whole cool like story that they tell about how they're supposed to be three um like a warrior and a child and a whatever i don't know anyway uh he's basically a hero in his people's um lore and then the next one the call is uh these giant force whales force whale squids mm-hmm. um i don't think they're force whales but um they definitely uh have a connection with ezra and uh him and the him and the crew ezra and the crew have to uh they choose to save because of Ezra's crazy connection to living things, um, which I think might be his. So far, I think is his his specific power. He has the he has kind a, of an empath, or yeah, he has a really easy time. Just I've noticed just connecting with living things, um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. You know the 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 uh, what do they call them? I can't remember what they're called, but the whale things they. Uh, I don't remember. They live in this gas and around this planet, around this base, and uh, they were going to blow up the uh, Imperial threat on the base, but then Ezra's like, wait, these things need the gas to live, and they end up saving them. That was pretty cool, though. Um, I'm only, what, I'm on episode 15, so uh, I've got probably, was that, eight more, six six more episodes to the end of season two. Um, Slowly but surely getting through it, uh, but I'll get through it eventually. so some yeah. quick rebels talk. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any specific characters from the show that you would want to see in any of the live action adaptations coming up? Like, who's your favorite characters that stand out that you just Ooh. love to see in live action? Well, honestly, I would love to see a live action like the whole crew, like mm-hmm. to to see. Um, okay. I want to see them in Andor, bro, dude. How dope! Like would, they'd be around. What? How, how dope would it be to just have them like pass by, or like, or just mm-hmm. like, or like, um, fucking Cassian's like in a fucking meeting around one of those giant round ho- hollow tables, and then without even having to like acknowledge them, they're just there. You yeah. know, fucking. I'm sure you can make Freddie Prince Jr. look like you know, fucking, uh, Kanan. You know, I'm sure you could. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. He can make I feel it like work. He, he, he can definitely, especially if he's already blind. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Just with that big ass thing on his face. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Dude. No, I, I really liked seeing Hera and Squadrons. Yeah. Like that kind of surprised me. All of a sudden it's a little Twilight, but it's like more quote unquote live action looking than yeah. Rebels. Um, right. I've, right. I've kind of come to the realization. So in the last week I did watch some Clone Wars and I started watching uh the martez sisters arc yeah and i don't hate it as much as a lot of other people like i don't really understand it like would i want to see a show based on them no but the biggest thing is them like dropping their their payload and whatnot but right watching the clone wars i kind of thought to myself i'm like and this might be controversial i think i enjoy rebels more than i enjoy clone wars i can i can see that um yeah because Rebels is like 
constant story. Um, not like it's 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 you know you don't really ever have uh, a moment with rebels. At least I haven't yet in a season and a half of watching, where I go, mm-hmm. where I go, like, the fuck is this supposed to be about? You know, right. like what is what is this episode like? Obviously, in Clone Wars, every episode has a reason, but because of its non chronologicalness, uh, it just—I don't know if I just made up a word or not. But the, but the, the fact that it <laughs> doesn't—I sure, did. sure as fuck <laughs> did. Um, but because it's not chronological, there are times when like you're watching a story, and then the next episode yeah. is just like you're like, "What does this have anything to do with the arc of that I was just fucking watching?" Um, yeah. that goes away in the seventh season a little bit, mm-hmm. um, because that's more of like all of the things happening leading up to Revenge of the Sith. Um, but Rebels definitely has a, I think it has a better pace. And I think part of the reason it does is because it's meant for kids and they can't, they don't have time to like, like let it breathe or get super, uh, in the weeds with things. Cause kids don't have that attention span yep. and, Neither Apparently, neither do Spencer. <laughs> um, but no, it is it is a bit more like it is. They're only twenty four minute episodes. They're easy just yeah, to turn on and just get through yeah. a few of them. Um, but I definitely feel like it's it's constantly it's pushing the story every episode. Um, and I like that the cast for the most part are original characters. Yeah, like especially like you know I just did my first real watch through not that long ago, and the whole time I'm watching, I'm like. I don't exactly know what happens to all these characters. I don't know if, who's going to die, who's going to live, right. like who's going to go through what. And so it was kind of, I mean, it was basically new Star Wars to me. And yeah. um, and just the characters themselves, like each character is so unique, even down to a chopper. Like mm-hmm. that little droid with zero dialogue has so much dialogue and so yeah. much personality. He's one of my favorite like, characters. I think, yeah. I think I would love to see like, um, I would love to see chopper uh, oh, in yeah. live action. Um, or just to have like, <clears throat> like, like Andor walking. Down, here I go with my fucking cinematic brain. Andor's like walking down a hallway to a briefing room, right? Mm-hmm. And like, you just have Zeb and Chopper walking towards yeah. him and don't even acknowledge, you know, Cassian. And then Zeb will just be like, you know, um, you know, this is why you're not supposed to open your mouth. And then he like hits yeah. Chopper and Chopper goes wow, yeah, wow, yeah. or whatever. And then Cassian <laughs> just kind of like looks at him as he walks by, like just a little nod to them. Hell yeah. would be, I'd be like, mm-hmm. yes, you know, I think, I think, I think Zeb and uh, Chopper are becoming like my favorite characters in the show. Also, there was a thing. Um, uh, speaking of rebels, I, I was looking cause I couldn't remember the name of, uh, I could not remember the name of, the episodes I watched. So I went back to look at it and I just, then I counted how many, how far I was till the end. And if you go on Disney plus, and I don't know if it's like this for everybody, but if you go on Disney plus, um, the, the, the there's the thumbnails for every episode. Right. Mm-hmm. And on the last episode for me, um, the thumbnail is of Kanan standing center with his lightsaber over his right, over his right shoulder is Maul with his lightsaber, and over his left oh, is Ahsoka with her lightsaber. And so I, I zoomed in like 175% on my computer, and I pulled up the snipping tool, and I snipped that image. And I was going to send it to you, so you, uh, or I'll put it in the show notes. Um, it's like, I want to see, like, not for you to do it, because, like, I mean, you'll probably start to 
draw it and then never touch it again which is fine like i do that all the time (laughs) um hey man you remember the other day while you get that posted you remember the other day i sent you that little i was like i had a scene pop in my head yeah that was that was great man oh i loved that i've been working on that really nice yeah so i went through and i'm starting to like texture all the backgrounds and stuff i'm trying to figure out how to texture ahsoka's robe for for those of you listening i essentially thought of like how cool it would be if at the vader funeral pyre where luke is standing there watching vader's armor get burned Mm -hmm. um and they're in the the forest oh yeah yeah you see what i mean that's like kanan's all aggressive jedi stance Hell yeah. Like Ahsoka's right behind him doing the same fucking thing and Maul's got his lightsaber ignited. And I like I haven't seen that part of the scene yet. I think they're probably just fighting Inquisitors. Um, Mm -hmm. But like seeing the, you know, arguably the red and the blue and the white, arguably like my favorite, you know, Star Wars character, Ahsoka with, you know. Darth fucking Maul. It's Maul, dude. I've gushed yeah. over this motherfucking character enough on this podcast. And then Kanan. Like, it's like the most, yeah. it's like the most un- unexpected teaming you could think of. Each um, one of those characters is so awesome. Exactly. But anyway, so it's a dope. Yeah. So oh, like to oh, see to that. Like, the drawing real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so essentially it's, it's the Vader funeral pyre, but then in the distance. So like you're kind of right behind Ahsoka. It's Ahsoka watching the whole funeral scene go down and it like takes place in like a dimly lit forest. So I just thought about how cool would that be if like Ahsoka who is still kind of, I don't know the, the correct, not teetering on being public, but like she's still very much reserved and, and doing her own thing, you know, didn't want to make a, Oh yeah, I used to be Anakin's apprentice and show up at the funeral, but like it's kind of hanging back and, and watching everything kind of go down from the shadows. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. I'm going to keep flushing that out, but Oh yeah. Anyways, this, this scene's fucking dope. I, uh, this is my favorite part in that entire show. And <sighs> she just hits the fan after this. But, oh yeah. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Well, because this it's is the three of them in that Sith temple. This is definitely them squaring off against some Inquisitors, right? Because then dope fucking thumbnail. Yeah, dude. I don't know if it was like because I know I think the thumbnail will be different depending on where you're at. If you've started watching the episode, and then it might. Mm. Sh- I don't know if it shows you like the snippet of where you're at in the episode. Um Because yeah. I've 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 watched that episode or parts of it, but I was also in that part of the episode just to like. I believe the beginning. Oh, it's definitely not it. Because where I'm at, I think that's just the thumbnail for the episode. Because where I'm at in that episode was where I went and snipped out the part of um, "There's always a bit of truth in legends." Our out tag, uh, Ahsoka mm-hmm. saying that, and that's where I'm at in the episode because I went back to it and snipped it out. But anyway, um, yeah, uh, I was gonna say something. Oh yeah, about your funeral pyre thing. Um, I really like how it's like yeah. So like perspective wise, it's over. Ahsoka's right shoulder and she's looking at the back of Luke Skywalker standing there in front of the funeral pyre and the cool thing that in my head is like headcanon for for the just your picture you know is like Mm -hmm. is like she was drawn to a a force presence right Mm -hmm. a familiar force presence and she shows up and there's Darth Vader who she knows is Anakin is burning right 
and then there's this guy standing there. And she can't see the force ghosts that Luke's seeing because there's been a lot of things going around the internet of like, why didn't Anakin show up to Ahsoka as a force ghost? Or why didn't why didn't Anakin show up as a force ghost to you know to to Kylo um and tell him, you know, that he's being misled and like um I I stick with the headcanon of like and I've said it on here, you have to be open to them for them to show up to you. Like Luke sure. is obviously open. Like Luke in TLJ retaps back into the force. He's already been open to to Yoda showing up mm-hmm. and Anakin and fucking uh Obi-Wan. So when he taps back into the force, of course Yoda already knows that Luke is open to, you know, talking to his one of his best friends. So he can show up to to Luke. But if Ahsoka has no clue that Anakin was ever redeemed, she's not going to be open to the fact of Anakin visiting her. Like anyway, so the fact that I think in my head, Ahsoka watching over like this unknown person that she feels is like super familiar, probably can assume at that point that it's Anakin's kid and not knowing that Anakin had been redeemed and just seeing like the death of Darth Vader and just kind of watching it. And if she doesn't know who that is, as far as Luke's is concerned, it would give her less incentive to come down and say what's up and ask what was going on maybe just show up and then see Vader and have her own like mourning for Anakin again. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and be maybe like, like it's too bad. He never came back, but at least he's at peace now. And then bails, you yeah. know, um, because well, it's, it's crazy too. Cause like I, like I said, I started this Ahsoka novel. Mm-hmm. And so this novel takes place from a year after Order 66, like basically up until A New Hope. Okay. Is this like it canon? Feels, it's canon, yeah. Oh, it's, fuck it's like, yeah, dude. So, and it's kind of dope because like the, the intro scene is Ahsoka squaring off against Maul and the Siege of Mandalore. Mm. And so it's kind of, which I'm pretty sure the dialogue in that's a little bit different than how it happened in the Clone Wars, but it's totally fine. She still makes the, and you're only half a Sith joke, mm. so like... It's close enough. Yeah, yeah. But then it goes into the the first scene, and it's essentially Order sixty six has happened, and it's it's cool because you know how I've made the comment too, where it's like I'm really interested in seeing the transition from clones to stormtroopers. Yeah. So a year after Order sixty six, they were already they already had stormtroopers. Really? Like they started recruiting them probably immediately. Yeah. I mean, because you figure you got to take these people in and and brainwash them into obedience quick enough to where they're gonna or either that or. Palpatine already had holds of people that, you know, youngling, not younglings, but like kids that he had captured that he'd been raising for right. this. But I don't, I don't think that's ever been addressed or, or whatever. <clears throat> no, but, um, not that I know of. Yeah. So like, uh, oh shit, I just totally derailed where I was. Oh no. So <laughs> this takes place a year after order 66. I'm still waking up to this. Hey, it's all good, bro. It's all good. Yeah. Um, it's cool because I'm not going to do any like major spoilers because I'm myself only like three chapters into the book and mm. it's a pretty short book. Like it's like super double spaced and like mm-hmm. I picked it up. It's like 300 pages, but like it's very big letters and like space, so it's not going to take long to fly. <laughs> it's got pictures in it. And, <laughs> and I, I got the actual book instead of the audio book. Right. Uh, Jada texted me and she or called me. She's like, hey, I'm at Barnes and Noble. It was like just a random day last week. She had Monday and Tuesday off. She's like, hey, I'm at Barnes & Noble. Is there any book you want? And I'm like, that's my girl. Hell yeah. I was like, find Ahsoka. And so she she got that for me, and I started reading it. But, nice. Uh, but no, so Ahsoka, 
is essentially like Bruce or or uh yeah, Bruce Banner, Hulk. Yeah. I always get Bruce and David Banner mixed up the rapper. <laughs> David, 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 David Banner, man. <laughs> Chevy with the butterfly dough. Stunt stunting is a habit. <laughs> uh, God, that's that's awful. And I, I'm a fan of Hulk and all that oh shit. I was God. just I was blanking. But uh she essentially is going like planet to planet trying to find like remote areas that she can hang out in. They're in the outer rim that doesn't have a lot of Imperial traffic and stuff. So she's on this planet and then it's empire day. So Mm. it's exactly one year after order 66 it's empire day. It's, it's the celebration of the newly founded empire. Right. Um, which they show in rebels and stuff. Yeah. I was going to say, isn't that when they, isn't on empire day when they blow up the, uh, the new tie fighter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they blew up the the bomber or the tie advanced or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and so she's in this remote planet that's got nobody on it, and all of a sudden it's Empire Day, and who comes in to do a parade and a flyby and all this stuff? But the Empire. Mm-hmm. And um, first thing she notes, like she she goes because she's like, "Fuck it, this family's kind of taking me in," but they're all they're all excited about Empire Day and seeing all mm-hmm. the ships and seeing all the you know fancy white armor because they're like farmers in the middle of nowhere but they also own a shipyard and ahsoka is going to steal a ship and she noticed oh shit well the shipyard's obviously like full of imperials and she like watches them and watches their movements to be like are these clones or are these stormtroopers and she was like able to figure out based on like oh they're they're definitely stormtroopers because they're walking all over the fucking place jesus christ Um, which is kind of cool that's really cool it's still new enough that she's having to figure that out like are they fucking clones which are you know have a shot or are they stormtroopers which i just gotta she ends up like detonating her blaster to cause a distraction and goes and steals a shit but um and then there was something else that i was going to touch on i i don't remember if it comes back to me i'll say oh no yeah she she thinks obi-wan and anakin are dead oh yeah she feels alone in the world. She talks like she she's constantly dwelling and thinking about her former master and this and that. And they're like, but Obi-Wan and Anakin aren't with us anymore. Like mm-hmm. we got to, you know, they're dead. They're like, we got to go and, and you know, I got to figure this out on my own. So, and it's not until years later when she runs into Vader that she realizes that's what Anakin turned into. Yeah. Cause I don't, she doesn't, I don't, either she sensed it and was in denial about it, but I don't think she actually knew that Vader was Anakin until, the end of season two of Rebels. when she sees his eye yeah mm-hmm. um yeah that's uh that's dope I, you know what i might have to read that when you're done reading it um, the ahsoka book yeah for sure i think that would be dope well that's the uh content that we've enjoyed this week um <laughs> i mean hey some man good stuff man hey, we, yeah. we at least enjoyed some content for too. sure for sure uh what we uh managed to go fucking almost a half hour on it like that's that's crazy <laughs> i didn't think that was gonna st- spark like that but uh we can run through some of these news articles now some of these they're not really news news they're just uh things that i think would uh uh spark some decent conversation that when i googled star wars news because a little bit behind the curtain that's how we figure out what to talk about um mm-hmm. uh but these are in no particular order i just happen to see them um so starting out though, there's this thing is article official new Star Wars book fuels a highly controversial theory about Darth Vader. And so basically the article, it goes into more uh, speculation than anything. Um, but it essentially 
is referring to the concept of the chosen one. Prophecy wasn't about any one specific person like Anakin or anybody, or like it's not just Anakin, it's not just Luke, but more so like the whole Skywalker line um, referring to Anakin, Luke, um, Ben, and Rey, uh, counting Rey as, you know, whatever, uh, because she's mm-hmm. a Skywalker, but actually a Palpatine, but fuck it, why not? <laughs> Still one of my like my favorite things. Seeing but I was been told by a Skywalker, even though he's kind of addicted. Even though he's kind of addicted. <laughs> yeah, it, oh, it's great. Anyway, um, yeah. And so, what do you think, man? Do you think one? Do you think that they'll flip the canon? Even though George Lucas says no, Anakin is the chosen one. Like he has said that, not Luke, not anybody else. Do you think that they'll flip the canon and be like, nah, it's about, um. So I guess there's two questions I have for you. Do, do you think they'll? Do you think that Disney would actually have the balls to say "fuck you, George"? This is the new canon, uh, and that it's actually not one person, but it's an entire line, like maybe the family or just the light side in general. And my second question is, what do you think of when you think of the chosen? Like, who is your chosen one? Um, and do you think that it could mean more than one person? I love both of these questions. First off. Fuck yeah, Disney has the balls to tell George Lucas to fuck off. Easily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because like, <laughs> they already have. Easy. <laughs> that ain't even a question. They'd be like, fuck you. They're going to do what they want. Yeah. Um. Before I answer the second question, I have, like, in the article it says, so who is the chosen one? George Lucas says it's Anakin. The rise of Skywalker implies it's Rey. In Rebels, Obi-Wan seemed to think it was Luke. And then in at least one in-canon short story, Yoda really hoped it was going to be Leia. So, right, yeah. if we're, we're questioning, would Disney say, fuck you, George Lucas, and make it the entire Skywalker line? I think that that's the most plausible answer to whether, like, to who is the chosen one. Because until, which it's, I don't think it's ever going to happen, at least I hope not, until they're explicitly like, this motherfucker is the chosen one. Mm-hmm. I, I I can't I mean there's there's things to imply a whole bunch of different people. So the entire prequel trilogy was set up on the concept that Qui-Gon chose Anakin because Anakin was the chosen one. Right. That's the whole thing. That's the whole reason they decided to even take him. Midichlorian count off the chart. He's supposed to bring balance. Mm. Um he's like he is the one that the prophecies could you know have spoken of. And then Yoda and Mace Windu are like, you know, or Yoda specifically, a prophecy that Miss Red could have been. Um, So I think that I don't I don't think it's Anakin. I think that they brought in Anakin because they I think that he was a false prophet, I guess would be the best way to say it. Yeah, I really think it's Luke. And that's because I'm an OT kid. And up until recently, Luke is the one that kind of brought balance, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's always been my head canon that it was Luke. They thought it was Anakin, but Anakin. And I mean, it still could be because if George Lucas says it's Anakin, that's what I'm inclined to believe. And if you think about up until the very end, Anakin technically did. I mean, you can't, come back. I was gonna say through the Empire down or Emperor down a shaft and eliminated the dark side. I don't really like that term referred. I don't like balance. 
I, I like I, I like the term and the concept, but I don't think that we can call no Sith and all Jedi balance. That's uh, misread another... the prophecy may have been. Um, mm-hmm. Balance could literally be like everyone assumes balance is just light only. I mean, yeah. Vader killed all the Jedi until there was two Sith and two Jedi left. It's pretty fucking balanced. (laughs) So that's kind of true, dude. So maybe the the, the prophecy was fulfilled. Everyone assumes that, oh, this prophecy happened and it's like, oh, it's about the light side because, you know, from the perspective of our our protagonists, the light side is the good side. Mm -hmm. Uh, But maybe the prophecy doesn't give a fuck about light or dark. They want to bring the prophecy is talking about bringing balance to the force. And maybe the prophecy was like, yo, there's a lot of you fucking light side motherfuckers out here. Mm-hmm. And this one kid, this one person will bring balance to the force because it is the scale is heavily tipped in the favor of the light side. And so yeah. Anakin comes up. He's more first. And other th- the other thing, Qui-Gon. Um, and if, I'm, if you remember or not, the uh, uh, Ma- was it Master and Apprentice? Is that what it is? The Qui-Gon Obi-Wan book? Um, which was made after, I think even, I think it was written after the force awakens was already, um, out. Um, I know it was actually, it came out in 2016, I think 2017. Anyway, um, they go into a little depth about how fucking Qui-Gon has Obi-Wan in the fucking archives. Just, just researching fucking prophecies, you know, um, learning about prophecies and they, they touch on the chosen one prophecy. They touch on this prophecy that refers to Ben Solo. Um, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was it was talking about royalty bringing, bearing a child that will be, or yeah, like basically it's like royalty that will bear a child of darkness, Leia giving birth to Ben, mm-hmm. um, uh, which I thought was cute that they touched on it a little bit, even though like you know, I, I had a freak out for a second because I thought it was this was a book that came out in like 2009 or some shit, like an older book. So when I, when I, yeah. I was, I have it on audiobooks. So I was listening to it and I heard that and I was like, dude, did we just not give Disney enough credit for writing the Ben Solo line arc? And then I Googled it and saw that it was already after force awakens was released. I'm like, fuck <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. So like just Qui-Gon meeting this kid who, who's got a hella high midichlorian count. And then jumping to the conclusion, this kid is like to to think like kind of think of that hubris that Qui Gon thinks that he's gonna like that the the one that this prophecy has been around for a long time, and to think that in his lifetime that he's gonna be the one to find maybe he's not the chosen one, maybe Anakin's not the yeah. chosen one, but he thinks he is because he's got such a high midichlorian count, never seen it before. This must be the chosen one. Says who? The prophecy is vague as fuck, bro. Like, mm-hmm. didn't you watch Harry Potter, Qui-Gon? Like, it's a, prophecies <laughs> are vague, man. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like, it, and, and again, it could be like a thing of like, you can get more into the, the nitty gritty, the, the weeds of it of like, what does it mean to be the chosen one? Is he going to be the one who brings balance to the force? Uh, 
And if so, what does that mean? Does it mean he kills all the good guy or the light side guys and makes it so it's just a couple dark and a couple light? Does it mean that by the end of the sixth movie, he's going to be throwing the last evil Sith dark side user down a shaft and it all, it's all going to be light side people? Um, or does it mean he's going to bring, he's going to, he's going to assist in bringing the children into the universe that are going to ultimately create the balance you know like you can still or if, if it's not is he going to kill all the jedi exactly bringing two and two exactly <laughs> exactly so it's like it's, it's all the, like you can think of him as the chosen one because he's the one that uh helps you know him and padme give birth to luke and leia and they are the ones who who bring balance but if it wasn't for anakin there would be no luke and leia you know mm-hmm. so but then if you make that point then you say well why wouldn't technically Padme be part of the chosen one story because she has to get you know whatever all those things um, I think the reason why this article was even including uh, um, Ray as one of the chosen one people is because of uh, Hayden's line while she's laying there at the end of Rise of Skywalker when he says bring balance to the force as I did and like that sparked people being like what does that mean does that mean she's part of the chosen one prophecy? If, if the prophecy says bring balance to the force and then Anakin tells her bring balance to the force as I did, does that mean that she's the one bringing balance to the force again? You know? I didn't even think about that line. Uh, I didn't so either. He's but that's... even acknowledging that he brought balance to the force. Yeah. According to Disney, Anakin straight up is telling Ray, I brought balance to the force. Do what I did. So, I mean, what, what moment do you think? You think that's at the end when he kills the emperor? Because he didn't kill the emperor, so he didn't really do shit. Well, that's that's why that's, that's the whole... dude. There's a meme. Then not to sidebar. <laughs> there's a meme I wanted to send you, and I think I, you actually sent it to me already. But there was a variation of it that I that Mike, good friend of the podcast, Mike, sent my group chat. But you know how like it, there was like the good writing thing, and there's the the whole like ah, fuck. I'm I'm sorry for okay. The, the Poe Dameron saying somehow the emperor has returned. Right. And mm-hmm. like in a, and there was like that meme going around of like the biggest budget studio ever. And they can afford all the greatest writers and the line somehow Palpatine has returned, made it on screen. You know, um, mm-hmm. Mike sent this thing <laughs> to my group chat on Facebook and it's this, um, uh, there's a woman on Twitter named Dangerous Woman, and I guess she's a good source. I guess I don't know, whatever. Anyway, it Is says I have no idea. Um, she she tweeted saying, and it's supposed to be like motivational. Whatever you think you can't do, just know there is someone who is confidently doing it wrong right now. They have no plans at doing it better either, and people are paying them to do it. Please believe in your own excellence as much as they believe in their own mediocrity, which is great. And then somebody said, as a lawyer who's been practicing for six years now, I can say with certainty that that this is 100% applies to lawyers. And then somebody else says, me, my writing is so bad, frowny face. Meanwhile, at Disney, somehow Palpatine has returned. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I just had to throw that in there because... You know, That's it funny. wouldn't be a podcast with us if we didn't shit on the sequels a little bit. Just, um, just a little bit. No, nah, we ain't shitting on it. Um, but anyway, to to answer your question, um, it does get a little weird. Um, with Anakin saying that he brought balance to the Force, um, and then also in the same movie, Disney having Palpatine never having died, therefore, if 
Anakin is referring to the moment when he throws Palps down the hole. Like it's almost like I don't know I don't know if it's a plot hole or if it's just a it's a it's a misstep or an over- oversight unless Anakin is literally referring to when he flipped to Darth Vader and killed all the Jedi in which case that's what I was about to say my my head canon is that that's what he's so, talking so about. Anakin goody goody <laughs> two shoes Anakin sitting there in the in the light side of the force as a force ghost just goes Psst, join that motherfucker <laughs> bring balance the way I did join that motherfucker <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then Obi-Wan's like what did you say, Anakin? And he's like, uh, nothing, Master. I didn't say anything. Uh, Rise, Ray, <laughs> but only to a kneel. <laughs> but only to a... Like, <laughs> do what I was unable to do. Become the Emperor. Become the Emperor. <laughs> Rule this bitch. <laughs> the whole time, Anakin's just wanted power this whole time. If if you become... If, Ray, if you become Empress Palpatine, you can maybe save Padme for me. Uh, still, motherfucker, 50 years later, you can't get over that shit. Anyway... Yeah. I don't know. I don't have headcanon on it. It's just another one of those things. But um, yeah. It's kind of fun to think about. Absolutely. Um, but what's your answer? Who do you think is the chosen one? Oh, yeah, right. Um, I, I'm just going to stick with Anakin in general, whether no, regardless of regardless of the meaning behind balance, no matter how you want to define balance. Um, mm-hmm. if you want to define it as equal on both sides, then he absolutely did that shit. Um, if you want to define it as getting rid of evil up until the sequel trilogy, he absolutely did that shit by throwing Emperor Palpatine down the down the hole. And if you want to <clears throat> think about it as like, well, Luke is the one that brought Anakin back. Well, if it wasn't for Anakin giving, you know, making Luke. Luke's not there to bring him back. So regardless of how you look at it, Anakin's the fucking chosen one, you know? I just thought of, like, uh, something to compare this to. Like, as a car guy, yeah. we, we work in the, the automotive industry. That we do. I can't help but think it's like, this is this is totally fucked, and I'm probably going to catch some heat for this. And, like, it's not really what I believe. I'm just thinking out loud. It's kind of like a person resets a check engine light, but they don't actually fix the problem, right? Sure. So they're driving, and the check engine light's off. And I feel like that's kind of what Anakin did by throwing the Emperor down the shaft. He turned <laughs> to reset off. the check engine light, but the problem's still there. So did he really fix it? Did he really bring balance, or did he just reset the check engine light? But here's the thing. Let's pretend for this analogy. That's the thing, man. Anakin's not a car guy, though. So Anakin thinks he fixed it. He turned off the check engine light. Well, the check engine light's not on. You know, or better yet, here's what it is. Here's here's a better example. Here's a better example. Using the exact same thing you just said, rather than him fixing the check engine light, he doesn't know cars. So he took it to somebody who didn't want to fix the problem. So they turned off the check engine light. So the person that brought them the car would think it was fixed so they didn't have to deal with it. And that's all it was. Anakin Mm -hmm. was throwing the emperor down. The emperor falling down and transferring his essence was just shutting off that check engine light. You think the problem's gone, but I'll be back. Give me a drive cycle or two, and I'll be back. Yep, <laughs> that's exactly yep. what it is. Oh my god! I, I know that's funny. Oh <laughs> my just... god! We have like three people who listen who are like, "Dude, good reference." Everyone else is like, "How the fuck do you compare Star Wars to Cars, you assholes?" Anyway, 
It's because it's all we know. We know Star Wars and automobiles. Anakin's just like, what's the fucking problem, Ray? Reset the check engine light. <laughs> yeah, just fucking... Exactly. He's like, there's a hole right behind you. Throw that motherfucker down it. It'll be <laughs> over. <laughs> but you don't have to use all this lightning and waking me up out of my forced sleep to help you take out this motherfucker. What the? Throw him down I the fucking... paying fu- for fucking dyad. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't paying for dyad. <laughs> nah, that's <was> fucking. <laughs> oh, fucking. Oh, that's awesome. Oh god, dealership jokes. Gotta love them. Uh, Brie Larson's rumored to play a Jedi. Um, okay. So, uh, I realize that my my uh, little summary sentence is basically just the exact same thing as the headline, but that's all it really is. So, um, there's a rumor out there that Brie Larson is rumored to play this character named. Mave, Mav, M A E V E. I don't know. Anyway, who is a Jedi, supposedly more powerful than Vader and Rey combined? Now, give your thoughts on this, uh, Spencer. As I let this psycho cat in my room. Oh, do it. Um, I have not read this article, people. So I'm visiting it at the same time as you. It's written by Scott Campbell on WeGotThisCover.com. Uh, essentially, it says. Nobody's going to be surprised if Brie Larson shows up in a future Star Wars movie or TV series. After all, the actress has hardly been shy when it comes to admitting her lifelong love of the franchise, and she even successfully auditioned, oh, unsuccessfully auditioned for The Force Awakens before she was an Academy Award winner and star of a billion-dollar comic book blockbuster. Um, I wonder who she was auditioning for. I don't know, man, but... Maybe Ray. She's fun to look at. Um, Not mad at it. I'm not mad at it either. The 31-year-old has already been linked with a multitude of projects, including the mystery film in the works from her Marvel Studios boss, Kevin Feige. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the Kevin Feige Star Wars shit. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. While there's also near constant talk that she's high on Disney's list of candidates when it comes to casting the next major female role for a galaxy far, far away... Uh, so far, nothing's been confirmed, yada, yada. Sure. So if nothing's confirmed, what? what? I, I don't know, man. I'm, tr- um, I'm trying to skim the article to figure out what project they're referring to that she's like, they have a name for her. So what project would Maeve be in? Uh, well, uh, I'm going to go ahead and Google this name. And see where why would from. they make her more powerful than Vader? Um, so, okay, so on Wikipedia, um, no, this is this, this is, the, oh, no, it is Wikipedia. Um, she was a female human citizen of the Eternal Empire living during the Galactic War, a member of the Knights of Zakul after the uh, coronation of Empress Valen. She went into exile following the disgraced battalion commander Tassar. Tassar and her followers made significant progress in constructing a new star fortress on Rakata Prime's surface. However, following the death of Valen in 3630 BBY, they were discovered by the Eternal Alliance forces. A strike team was dispatched to to stop Tassar in her efforts, which confronted and killed Maeve. Um, So, the Old Republic um, era, uh, old as shit, like like, like 3,000 years before the Battle of Yavin, which even predates High Republic at this point, but we don't know exactly how long the High Republic lasted for. Um, But Mm -hmm. it's a... uh, it's from the Star Wars The Old Republic Knights of the Eternal Throne, which is a um, uh, a digital expansion for the MMORPG Star Wars The Old Republic. 
Um, so it's a video game legends thing. <clears throat> um, and I don't, yeah, I don't know why she would be considered more powerful than Ray and Vader combined. Um, it kind of does bother me um, that that they would. It does, it, I don't know. It kind of bothers me when they say like when Ray gets referenced as far as power, because I guess part of me still is a little annoyed at the whole she's a Palpatine thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I mean, it's a it's a valid comparison to say you take the two most like Ray is the is a is a Palpatine trained by Skywalkers and Vader is a is fucking Anakin, right? So like you combine yeah. those two powers, so that's if you if you think the the power of Ben and Ray is crazy, you know, Vader and Ray would be even crazier. Um, so this our other article I just found, um, it's it's uh talking about that too as well. Brie Larson, um. Let's see here. It's, this is by uh, express.co.uk. Star Wars reboot Brie Larson to play new Jedi character stronger than Darth Vader is the name of it. It was published this morning um, and updated again this morning. After The Rise of Skywalker is released, the future of the Star Wars series has been shrouded in mystery. Many of the franchise's noted leakers have since been telling of an upcoming reboot, in air quote, or in quotes rather, um, in the cinematic universe, which would allow Disney to explore new events and timelines in their upcoming Star Wars TV shows on Disney Plus, Mike Zero, uh, his oh Mike Zero, that's guy. Okay, his latest information mm-hmm. involves the casting of Captain Marvel star Brie Larson as a new Jedi who is looking for an unimaginable power. Zero's newest video discussing the franchise tells of how Larson's new character would come about. He said it would be a brand new Star Wars universe with a brand new mythology. The leaker went on, Brie Larson is going to portray a new character called Maeve or Mav or whatever. Maeve? Maeve. Maeve. I'm here Uh, for Maeve. In a new timeline of the franchise. It will involve her character being more powerful than Anakin and Rey combined. So so here's what... I don't think that they should be focusing on the power... Thing. Um. So here's here's what before. Uh, well, I'm just going to continue before I say my thoughts. Uh, Maeve became okay. sorry. Maeve becoming more powerful than Ray and Anakin, uh, better known as Darth Vader. Wow, really? Fuck you. Uh, would a would a would be a huge <laughs> change in the series. I know. I, I feel like okay. I understand. Okay, whatever. I said I would continue without saying my thoughts. So far in the series. Okay, this is getting boring. Um. He went on to reveal the TV series following Maeve would show her tracking down a power never before seen in Star Wars franchise. You just said that three paragraphs ago. Um, so Okay, so she's apparently s- searching for an ancient force power that is stronger than the light and the dark side of the force. Uh, and she is set to discover and obtain and learn about it in this new show. Okay, so my issue here initially well first and foremost is with the writing of the article i know that there are people who don't understand star wars really that don't really know a lot about star wars but if you don't i would i would argue i'd be willing to argue that if you don't know that anakin is darth vader you're not reading this article like you're not going to click on an article talking about Brie Larson playing a Star Wars Jedi who's stronger than Darth Vader and Rey if you don't already know who Anakin is. So for the fact that they had to, I, I guarantee they're like, oh fuck, I'm, you know, five words short for my my word count for this article. Anakin Skywalker, better known as Darth Vader, <laughs> better known as, fuck I you. Mean, there's probably a, there's probably a lot of Brie Larson stands out there that nah. aren't fans of Star Wars that just 
Nah. Or tracking, keeping tabs on her. I, I will not. I won't give that to You're you. Like, nah. I'm not giving that to you. Okay. Sorry. I. <laughs> um. My other thing is this Mike Zero guy. Um. I I believe if this is who I think he is. Um. I'm. He's like a dude. He's got really like hit and miss rumors. That's that's what I'm. Yeah. Because I I believe a few months ago, uh, I I went on a little rant about this guy, just being. Yeah, we, we talked about him on the show before. Yeah. And. I just don't like his leaks because they're not accurate. Like I don't, he, it's not that they're not accurate. He never sources his leaks. He never, he never sources where he's getting this information from. He doesn't say, he doesn't say, you know, uh, Disney executive. A little porg or, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would believe that more than this guy just calling his fan fiction leaks, you know, <laughs> like, oh man. Anyway, um, it, he just takes a big old hit of meth and hits the keyboard. Yeah, and he's just this like, is what's gonna happen. See what comes out. Like, yeah, <laughs> he, he he turns on the camera and then does the fucking Palpatine thing from Rise of Skywalker. Of all the lightning, <laughs> turns on some dubstep and just starts typing. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, this is one of those where it's like, I'm not gonna even consider it until it happens. Um. Mm-hmm. Like the Sebastian Stan thing seems a lot more likely because a lot of people have said that, hey man, Disney or Lucasfilm is seriously considering this guy to be a young Luke if they were to go that route. And like that's more believable when a lot of places are like, hey, Lucasfilm's looking at this guy, Lucasfilm's looking at this guy, and then you've got, you know, it's also when it's a it's a no brainer, but like I don't know this character that Brie Larson's allegedly supposed to play. I know nothing about that character. I don't know that you know. I haven't heard anybody besides this Mark Zero guy um, talking about it. So I might be a little biased because I might I kind of think of my, Mike Zero as like okay, not competition to theory because it's not even a Star Wars theory. Uh, it's been a few episodes since I mentioned him. Um, because it's not really competition, you know? It's everyone's just... Like, Theory doesn't break news. He doesn't leak shit. Him and his buddy... Uh, him and his two buddies, Mark and... Uh, uh, fucking... Josh. They talk about leaks, but they don't leak shit. You know, they don't They don't claim to have the scoop. Right. Actually, Josh kind of does. Um, but... So I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, it's competition. Because, hey, man, at the end of the day, we're all content creators. I'm not, we're not competing with anybody. All we want, like we've talked about, um, is we just want people to think that this is a fucking safe place to enjoy talking and listening to things about Star Wars, right? But at the same time, um, I do get a little annoyed when people, um, I feel like are misleading. Because it'd be one thing if this guy goes... All right, guys, my sources inside Lucasfilm or my sources in the media close to the situation tell me, you know, I understand you can't reveal sources. If you reveal a source, you're not going to get any scoops or leaks anymore. But I don't I don't mm-hmm. feel like he ever does that. Or if he were to be like, here's a cool idea, guys. What if Brie Larson were to be casted into Star Wars? Here's a cool character that she could portray, you know, but he doesn't do that shit. Um, yeah. And ignite the fire for the fan cast like Sebastian Stan. Exactly. Like Sebastian Stan. And speaking of Sebastian Stan, um, he was asked on Good Morning America about the whole, are you going to be Luke Skywalker? Or what do you think of people saying that you could play a young Luke Skywalker? And he 
he, he said, quote, well, if Mark Hamill calls me personally to tell me that he feels inclined to share the, his role with this role with me, then I'll believe it until then. I won't believe it. Um, mm-hmm. which is fair. Uh, that sounds to me a lot like, um, uh, it sounds to me a lot like, uh, Ewan going to all these late night shows and saying, I mean, if they come knocking, uh, then it'll be a thing. But until then, uh, nothing's Same happening. With Liam Neeson. Liam, yeah. yeah, exactly. Is that what Liam Neeson's yeah, been I'm, saying? I'm down it. Yeah. Is that what he's been saying? Yeah. He's been like, yeah, he's like, I'm down to open, you know, return to a role if someone asked me. Yeah, but he's like, but unfortunately, no one's asked me. <laughs> uh, which doesn't mean anything. Which means, which means you've already shot your scenes. Going to be in Obi-Wan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, but I mean, reality. Hey. I mean, he plays Bucky, right? Yeah. Sebastian yeah. Dude, yeah, so. sorry. I watched. I need to watch episode two. I was gonna watch the second episode of Falcon Winter Soldier last night. And I didn't, but episode one. Woohoo! Shit. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Anyway, I'm still. I'm. Uh, I might just watch him. Fucking. Mm, well, you can. I, uh, well, run back through Endgame one one more time. Mm-hmm. I'd say before you do. But anyway. But uh. Yeah, he plays Bucky. Okay. So. He's like, I'll I'll take that Luke Skywalker money, but right now he's you know he's getting a fucking check. Oh, the dude, he's getting such a check. I mean, like, he's been living good since, you know, the last couple Avengers movies. Um, mm-hmm. and then with this, you know, you you know that he's getting paid for this. Um, that Disney Plus subscription money has got to be good. Um. And he's a good actor, dude. Even like, oh my god, it's not just that he looks like Mark Hamill. But like, he could be a believable Luke Skywalker. I, like, I think he he has the acting chops to pull it off. I want a oh man. I want you to be able to watch this fucking uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Uh, be- I'll fucking watch it tonight because, um, yeah, uh, the direction they take the Bucky character. Um, mm-hmm. I was just talking to Mike about this yesterday because he was he was watching it, um, and texting me. And uh, dude, I just I love. I love the the arc they decided to not the arc necessarily, but the direction they decided to take the character, because um, it you know like as you know he's a fucking sleeper agent for Hydra mm-hmm. right, and he recently in in universe anyway had to deal with uh, I can't remember did he get snapped out of existence? I don't know. Oh, I think Sam and Bucky both did. Yeah, that's right. Um, but anyway, uh, so he's, he has to deal with the memories of all of these fucking people that over the last hundred years that he had to kill, you know, because he, he is, you know, super soldier, right? Same thing. Yeah. But, uh, with the Hydra's version of it. Um, and like, I loved the winter soldier, dude. I'm, I mean, like he's. I don't want to spoil anything, but all I can say, all I can say is that, um, he's really good at acting. Um, yeah. and, and he shows it off in, uh, in Falcon winter soldier. So, um, but then anyway, to come back to the, the article, um, uh, good morning America tweeted the video of it with, uh, Seb stands, uh, quote, and then Mark Hamill himself responded to it saying, sorry to disappoint you, but I refuse to say Sebastian Stan, I am your father. And then in parentheses, even though, in fact, I am. 
<laughs> and hashtag sorry not sorry hashtag my son Sebastian. <laughs> so I think it's funny. Is like, um, I don't know why he would say. Oh, you know he says Sebastian saying I I am your father. I met, read that completely wrong. Um, oh no, I did not. I'm fucking. No, you didn't. You read it. I right. read it right, but in my head I forgot that I said a thing, and it's like early in the morning or whatever. Anyway. Um, I'm fine. I'm not losing my mind in front of everybody. Um, Hashtag my son, Sebastian. Yeah. So like, I'm trying to figure out like, I love Mark, does dude. Mark realize that he's just, that Sebastian's saying if Mark says I can play Luke, because it, why would he quote Vader? <laughs> why would, why would Luke say, I'm so- sorry to disappoint you, but I refuse to say that I'm your father. No one's asking you to play Anakin <laughs> to Sebastian Stan. I don't know. It's just, yeah. this is funny. Uh, the I love Mark. He's hilarious. It's just uh, Mark could pull off an old Anakin though. If we yeah, if we let him be like you know Anakin the way Anakin's supposed to be in Return of the Jedi, he could. That'd be a really cool mm-hmm. nod too. Let let Mark Hamill have played both. You yeah. know, old Anakin chart up with sebastian playing young luke that'd be pretty cool but i'm pretty sure i'm I, i'm sure it's gonna happen like that's <clears throat> i think it's the best deflection they have a look-alike for luke skywalker why the fuck not like exactly I, why wouldn't you take advantage of that and no one I, and you're already you're already cutting the dude a paycheck it's already signed disney it's not hard <laughs> mickey mouse is already signing the checks seriously like, fucking let's get him in there i know the mouse has already got yeah, his, I'm, I'm not opposed nah, to it. it'll be amazing when it happens i'm not even gonna say if i'm gonna say when mm-hmm. i'm calling it right now anyway yeah so that'll be cool when it happens um so this is <sighs> yeah so excuse me while i drink my coffee man i really should have gotten myself a second beverage for while i was doing this i chugged a little eight eight point four ounce uh red bull and i should have probably grabbed water or something um but anyway uh my uh my hydration deficit aside um star wars high republic writer confirms huts weren't just gangsters now to save y'all the trouble of reading this article uh basically we're here to uh roughly transcribe it for you yeah and here is here's my rough transcription the writer says the huts started out as warlords and that's how they got their uh hut space and the expanse of the the republic forced them to give up their power somehow turning them into gangsters over the years so yeah, basically that's all the guy said. It's like, ah, you know, the huts have hut space, and it makes sense that the huts weren't just they haven't always just been gangsters, and you know the the outer rim hasn't been fully you know organ trailed yet by the republic, and so eventually they're gonna get there, and when they get there, something's gonna have to happen that's gonna make the huts who were once powerful warlords, because how else would they have all of these these fucking planets? Uh, they're gonna have to deal with both the Nihil the bad guys from the high Republic series and the Republic. And at some point over the next 200 years is going to windle them down, windle them. I'm making shit up Um, down to nothing but mere gangsters. You know, I have two things about this. Go for it. One. I stand my ground that I don't think the stupid fucking slug species could have any kind of power. I just don't, I just, I don't believe it. Like I, I, and this is from you know deep seated from when I was a kid looking at it, and I'm like, 
y'all could turn on this dude and just kill him. Like he's just a slug. Like he can't he can't run. He can't do anything. Like he's just sitting around all day getting topped off, drinking spotchka, smoking hookah. That's all this dude's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, it makes more sense that Jabba specifically, but the Hut clan in general would hold such a high position of power being that it's the remnants of basically a clan of warlords mm-hmm. like so he has that notoriety associated with the name hut or the species hut um it, it i guess that kind of makes sense because it's like even though this dude god i just i'm sitting here staring at his face in this article like i'm just staring at his fucking big ass ugly face Throwback um, to episode two, fuck Jabba the Hut. Fuck Jabba the Hut. Uh I guess that makes more sense. That's probably the reason that the Hut clan was so scared and or not scared, scary, and held the power that they did. Um if they used to basically control everything, because they still kinda do. Uh in the outer outer rims and in their territories, but So my thinking um, you know, it's, if you think about it, if you, uh, go back and you watch like the Godfather and shit like that, or any, anything that involves mafia mob, right? Any one specific warlord in any fucking timeline of any bullshit, um, gotta love my verbiage there. That's a very descriptive sentence. Um, right. It's not necessarily what the dude in power can do, right? It's not that, you know, the Godfather is John Wick and, uh, you know, you you fucking, you disrespect me, I'm going to come after you, you know, whatever. No, it's none of that shit. Like, he's, I get it. So, what my, my fucking long roundabout way of saying that the, um, the Hutts probably over time they they managed to uh find a way to bring value to their currency the wapwipwi mm-hmm. uh it's the uh is the um currency of the huts the wapwipwi hit me with that again the wapwipwi 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 i might be saying that wrong okay. but i uh is in the D&D game I was running, not running, that I was in, I was given 50,000 Wapweepwee. And every single time I'd say it, I would say Wapweepwee. And I would, you know, whatever. <laughs> do my best uh, <clears throat> hut hut impression that I could do. Wapweepwee. Um, COVID. COVID. Just kidding. Um, so basically what I'm saying is they have a lot of wealth and they must have been able to bring value to their currency. Um However, I believe the exchange on that, that somebody, there is a website that does Star Wars currency exchange rates, because of course, (laughs) why wouldn't there be? And I believe it's actually not that valuable as far as Imperial credits are. Um, uh, Well, it's kind of like the Mandalorian thing where like different currencies spend different in different places. You know, it's... Like they try to pay him in imperial credits, and you know, grief cargo is like, well, it still spends, right? But then you know, go to uh, what is it, Phantom Menace, when you know, 
Republic credits are no good here. I need something more tangible. I mean, that, yeah. that kind of assesses the value of currency. So the what? Oh, that's cool that they have a currency converter like whoop calculator. Whoop 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 yeah, wapuipi. Wapuipi. Not wapuipi. It's wapuipi. Anyway, the value of a single wapuipi coin was around 0.625 Republic credits. Um, mm. To the moon. To the fucking moon. Um so yeah so anyway they must have so it's in canon it's the type of gold currency used by the huts on Tatooine specifically so my thing is like Interesting. Jabba on Tatooine probably paid good enough uh, to the people around him like the bounty hunters and shit that he dealt with uh, that he just makes it that, rain that, yeah and that they could <laughs> and that they could like you know Look at Boba, right? The end of the fucking yeah. season two, he comes down and he drops, like, as if he couldn't do the same thing to Jabba that he did to fucking um, Bib Fortuna. Uh, he probably easily could have, but he's getting probably paid extremely well. Um, oh, and if I'm, yeah. If it, how does that work? So if one their currency for one is less. Yeah. So he probably paid him really well. And it was just like, yeah, I could probably kill this guy if I wanted to, but then like, whatever, he's paying me to do the job that I enjoy. I can do what I want. I have freedom. I don't have anybody breathing down my neck. And that's probably how a lot of them were. Um, and it wasn't so much that like individuals like Han Solo were terrified of Jabba. He was, they were terrified of his money and what that'll buy Jabba, you know, mm-hmm. once now that Jabba's dead, you saw how he, like, Bib Fortuna became the leader of the Tatooine yeah. underworld. Like, obviously it's not that, you know, and then what yeah. <laughs> was like, All right, bitch. I, I have a hard time believing Bib Fortuna held the same type of notoriety that Jabba did. Well, there's no, I don't think so. If you look at like day Wanga, it was like, it was probably just the fucking, uh, if we go back to that scene, I mean, it's probably just the fucking, uh, who, what are the fucking Gamorrean guards are hanging out there still, right? Mm-hmm. You got a Twi'lek girl who's chained up and then a handful of other people around. And it's like, it doesn't, it didn't look as poppin' as Jabba's palace did when Jabba was running this wow. shit. Um, <clears throat> so it probably, you know, and there wasn't any protection of it. I mean, fucking Fennec just walked down there and dropped everybody, you know? So, mm-hmm. I it's yeah I I don't think Bib had that kind of um, I'm so excited for Book of Boba Fett. Do me too, man. I, I mean I can't wait a. to see where that goes. So, um yeah. So I think it was just kind of annoying though, uh because I don't have any going back to this article. I don't have any reason to like the concept of the huts being anything more than gangsters. Like. <clears throat> How are you going to make me interested in a slug warlord? You know, like I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to be interested in that. Um, however, we will see when they do this. Uh, but uh, yeah, so the, the, the last thing on our news list, it's not even news. I typed in star Wars news and saw this. There is a 1977 tops star Wars, Luke Skywalker trading card. Number one, uh, the first one printed, uh, PSA nine mint going for $99,999 on eBay and $245 shipping. It's actually located in Portland, Oregon. What, what? 
And uh, I'll go pip that shit up. I I guess if I'm paying a hundred grand for a Luke Skywalker card, I don't care about two hundred and forty five bucks. True, but I thought it was kind of crazy. Like, is Luke Scott? It's a baseball card about somebody who's not even a baseball player, and it's the first one in print, and it's a hundred thousand dollars. Which I mean, there's crazier shit going on out there, I guess, uh, as far as shit being sold for a ridiculous. You know what this makes me think about? Hmm. How many people? Do you think have like just storage totes? Of... They just have this card somewhere. Oh yeah, just in a storage unit. Yeah, or like in an attic. Oh my god, I don't know what the. Uh... I know like uh... my buddy Michael Davis, um, huge. Why do we know so many Michaels? It's a very common name. A lot of a lot of biblical motherfuckers out there, man. Um. He c- collected uh, baseball cards and basketball cards and shit forever. I mean, he had totes, bro, multiple mm-hmm. totes full of uh, of of trading cards of baseball, basketball, all sports shit. Um, and so yeah, I imagine there's just people out there who have like some rare ass shit, you know, uh, sitting in a fucking box in the attic and they have no idea. Um, I have a holographic Charizard somewhere. I'm sure you do. And I'm sure. No, I dead ass do. I don't know where it is. It's in storage at my parents' house somewhere. What does that go for? Ten bucks? I don't know. I saw an article. Holographic uh, Charizard. Some rapper bought it. Holographic Charizard. Oh, three hundred fifty bucks. Hey man, <laughs> that's that that's three hundred fifty dollars more than you got right now. If you, I mean, if you Shoot. were to sell it, you'd be adding on. I'm mad uh, at it. I'm mad at you. Um, yeah. There was some rapper. I forgot who it was. But some rapper paid uh, like stupid fucking money for one of these cards. I want to say it was Logic or somebody. Sounds like something Logic would do. I feel like I had a Japanese one too, or maybe one of my friends did. I miss Pokemon cards, dude. What a simple time. In Logan my life. Paul. Oh, yeah, buys exactly two million dollars worth of Pokemon cards, and he reportedly spent one hundred seventy-three thousand euro on a first edition Charizard Pokemon card at a live auction. I don't know if mine's first edition, but I had a holographic Mewtwo though. Holographic Mewtwo, man, I I didn't really have many Pokemon cards, but my buddy did. I always wanted them. I had hella Yu-Gi-Oh cards too. Uh, let's see. Oh, Logic might have done it too, because it says, uh, Logan Paul says he'll start opening them on Pokemon Day, which is 27th of February. He says he'll auction off dozens of packs. Uh, this is a new fan obsession of mine, and I am so excited to share it with the other enthusiasts around the world. He added that he's going for the Charizards, and the article says we wonder if this has anything to do with his mate Logic. He's a British. It's on BBC. His mate. His mate Logic. Man. I want to give a quick shout out. There's a, a page that follows us on Instagram. It's called Saber Brothers. And I like they had posted pictures and some videos of like lightsabers, but I'd never really heard these these guys talk. And they started a live stream the other day. And I'm sitting at my desk at work and I'm like, I'm gonna put on this live stream. This just makes me feel old. Mm-hmm. It's dude, they're probably like twelve. 14 year old kids okay. coming to find out. Yeah. And they're based, you saying mate made me think of this because they're based in uh, 
I don't know, somewhere in Europe. And they were outside in like this courtyard area having the fucking time of their lives playing with lightsabers and shit. Mm -hmm. And like, I didn't want to be that creepy old dude that comments on it. (laughs) I'm 28, but like, I don't want to be the dude that's like, old enough, you fucking creep. This is the funnest you guys are ever going to have. But I straight Uh... watched these children for like 10 minutes play with lightsabers with a fucking fat ass smile on my face. Cause it's like, dude, that's what it's all about, Mm -hmm. man. Like I, like, so shout out to Saber Brothers. They're over there having a good ass time. Go follow them if you want. But like, said Saber Brothers. I watch them and I'm like, dude, that's, that's awesome. Like that's, it's just cool. They're just out there swinging. And then a couple girls walked up and started talking to them and they cut the live stream. I don't know why. Mm. <laughs> felt like dorks or something. Oh shit. Shout out to them if they're listening, man. That's, that's awesome that they're just out there swinging them sabers. Yo, speaking of sabers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have not made a YouTube video. Obviously. That got put on hold. I, I think I gave the quick the quick little rundown about how I filmed one. Right, you did. And it was just And like then I watched it back. You yeah. And I'm like, I can't put the shit on the internet. Yeah. So I'm I'm not solidifying anything that's gonna happen when it happens. But I do I do still plan on putting out that video. I think I'm gonna buy a camera, a new camera, because like I, I my phone's fine, but like you know me. I, I want to put out good quality yeah. shit. So I've been looking at DSLR cameras. Plus, I got that sweet, sweet stimmy. So Dude. I might pull the trigger on that. Yeah. Stay tuned. But I also, I, I know you know, but I'm just I'm telling the yeah, listeners. Yeah. I ordered some accessories for it already. So, like, I really like my Saber. I got a Crimson Dawn Profi Neopixel Saber. Heard me talk about it a bunch. I've been playing with it. I absolutely love this thing. Practicing some hilt wrapping and stuff on it. But it's weighted very poorly it's weighted like the balance point is six to seven inches off the hilt ideal balance points like two or three to still have some power but be able to actually swing the thing so i have a 36 inch blade which is i guess the screen accurate size of a lightsaber so i guess when you're watching star wars they have on average a 36 inch blade like that's the standard lightsaber length but in real world application 36 inches as long as shit and you think about a neopixel blade it's heavy and the hilt itself is very very light like it's not a weighted hilt so what i did was i ordered a 32 inch blade so it's going to take four inches off the initial weight of the the blade itself and then i also ordered some extensions for the hilt So I got like a two and a half inch or maybe three inch extension plus a new pommel that's a little bit longer. So I'm going to try to add some some weight and some uh, length to the hilt to make it a little bit longer. The saber itself is all right, but I'm going to basically make it ideal for like a two handed saber if I want to use it. And then with the 32 inch blade, I'm trying to bring that balance point to at least three inches above the hilt so I can still be able to swing it, but have that power behind it to where it still holds a little bit of weight. Um, so I'm super excited. Those are supposed to be here on Wednesday. Nice. So I, I need to start, I need to start filming and dropping some, some saber stuff. So when I start getting all that going, I'll plug it on you or, uh, Instagram, but I'll probably post some stuff over on Instagram and some stuff over on YouTube, but I'm super excited for it. Fuck. Yeah. I just measured my blade and that's not an innuendo. 
uh, for the first time now. <laughs> and I, I too have, I also have a 36 inch blade, um, which explains a lot because for my short ass T-Rex arms, it is a lot to wield. Um, mm. and, uh, yeah. So like I, every time we talk, I'm like, all right, yeah, I got to pull the trigger on more shit. You know, I got to I got to get those electronics. You said I could have your shit NeoPixel blade when you get your shorter one, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, just having a NeoPixel blade, regardless of its uh, wieldability would be nice. Um, but then, as, when, you know, like I get hyped when we're talking and then we get done talking. I'm like, fuck, do I want to drop? hundred bucks or whatever it is, whatever the dollar amount is on electronics for my lightsaber. I'm like, I do, but should I? And then I, then I just, I dropped a hundred dollars on the blade and extensions alone. Yeah. Like not including the saber. But so I'm also irresponsible. Yeah, you are. Uh, says, <laughs> says somebody who has 2009 Doge coins, uh, <laughs> but $120 in Doge coin just in case. <laughs> So hey, I, I bought a I bought a few hundred of them things this morning. Dude. I spent twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's only twenty bucks on. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Like, I definitely would like to um get another. Um, oh, I've been kind of talking away from my microphone this whole time. My bad. Um, I want to get another blade eventually. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, I eventually I think I will. I, I mean as much as I geek out when you're clicking the buttons and flipping through the fucking fonts and the different colors and shit, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I might have to. I mean, I, so like you won employee of the month at our, at your store for our, we work for the same company. For those of you that don't know, we work for the same car dealership owner. Um, and then the next month, this most recent month, I won it for my store. So I have, you know, they what they do. Look at us. They give you a, I know, we're just a couple of nice guys, huh? Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so they what they do is they give you a $250 Visa gift card and um, they let you pick a charity uh, to donate to. Uh, and then they take your picture and they send out a, uh, a newsletter. I'm just sitting there at my desk at work and I just get an email from uh the the GM assistant at Tyler's store and I just see Tyler pop up on my my email. Yes sir. Squatting in front of a car. An expensive ass like, car. Yeah, cuz yeah. everybody that we uh everybody that we work with, they do some I don't know, I didn't see your picture cuz I don't have a work email. But most everybody just does like a, a straight up uh, portrait style look straight to camera smile picture <clears throat> of some kind so this time like uh the owner of our company is trying to sell their ferrari 488 448 um and so we have this nice ass fucking ferrari just sitting out back and a couple people standing around it and then the uh some guy i work with uh has an acura nsx uh, 2019 NSX, I believe it's a $180,000 car. And, uh, that was also outside. And so the guy who comes and takes the picture and that does our little interview asking us, uh, you know, what we do with our spare time and yada, yada. He's like, do you want to do like a fun picture? Everyone does boring pictures. I'm like, of course I will. So this kind of goes back to good friend of the podcast, Chelsea Johnson. He used to work with us as well. Um, 
there was an older NSX, like a 95, 1995, and I squatted next to it like an album cover, right? Just like arms wide out, like like hella like rapper style. And uh, Chelsea took a picture of it, and then we put a quote under it that said, um, uh, to live is to survive, to survive is to fucking, I don't know, some motivational deep quote. And it's me just squatting there with my fucking work jacket on and a beanie. Yeah, something like that, yeah. (laughs) And uh, so I saw Morgan's NSX sitting over there, the newer version of that one, and I was like, yeah, Justin, let's go take this picture. So I squatted down exactly the same way as I did with the um, other older red NSX. And that was fun. And then he's like, what do you like to do? And I was like, well, I have two podcasts that I am uh, a co-host of. One that's mostly sports, the other one that's almost exclusively Star Wars. And I was like, I like to hang out with my friends and family. Uh, and I also like to do online sim racing. Uh, and he's like, oh, that's really neat. So he writes all these things down. He doesn't mention the, oh, he does mention the podcast, doesn't he? Doesn't he say mm-hmm. something, do my podcast? I was like, should I put the names in there? And he's like, no. I'm like, you fucking asshole. It's free advertisement. I don't even get to do it, but whatever. Probably the best if the people I work with don't, like if management doesn't go and look up our podcast, yeah. you know? Because yeah. even though I don't plan on working there for very much longer, I don't know about you. So I'm not trying to get you fired. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Well, my speaking of my manager. Yeah. She knows I host the Star Wars podcast. Right. So, I mean, I obviously talk about it. And she comes, she's I, apparently her sister's a huge Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. She's like, Can I get one of your business cards to like send to my sister? And I'm like, Sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, start, I don't know if they ever followed through. So prepping if you're listening, that resume. what's up, Jessica's family? Yeah, but... what up, Jessica's family? Yeah. Prep that <laughs> resume, your, bro. Your relative's an awesome manager. Shout out to <laughs> your relative being an awesome manager um but no so the thing i was getting to is that when justin typed up the uh, paragraph instead of saying hanging with friends and family (laughs) he said tyler enjoys hanging friends and family (laughs) (laughs) and that that went out to the entire company (laughs) and it says in there that tyler enjoys hanging his friend hanging friends and family i'm like wow justin you really dropped nice. the ball on that one. Now I like I enjoy <laughs> spending my time doing hate crimes, apparently, yeah. um, which is great. But no, so I have that $250 gift card I haven't touched yet, and I could very much easily spend it on lightsaber parts, but I've also wanted to like upgrade my computer a little bit, or I, I do also want to get that DSLR too. I've hardly mm-hmm. touched my Stimmy. I've just been spending it on fucking gas and food. Uh but I do want to uh, eventually upgrade components for the podcast and live stream and all that good shit. So, but then there's I got a few of that stuff to do too. And there's lightsaber shit to buy. So anyway, <laughs> that's that's my lightsaber story too, um, kind of. But yeah, man, uh, what else do you want to talk about? We're you know shoot, man. Well, I got a couple figures on the way. Nice. I uh, I've got Jedi Master Luke Skywalker Black Series figures. First Black Series figure I've ever bought. And you went with the uh, TLJ so three points. I did. <laughs> just That's awesome, though. Uh, I was just looking for affordable Black Series figures because yeah. I still have, like, five other ones in transit. <laughs> um, my uh, my o- or episode one, Obi-Wan, and Maul figures are going to be here tomorrow. Nice. Two days ago at the time that you're listening to this. I've got... Um, You'll probably see it on Instagram already by the time you've seen this or heard this episode. Maybe. I haven't been posting my episode ones yet. I'm kind of waiting to do those. Yeah, I uh, I have I have probably ten figures I haven't put up on Instagram. Hmm. I'm gonna start posting more of those. I posted 
uh new hope leia with her right bun hair yeah like a few days ago but uh yeah I'm, I'm probably gonna get those up on instagram at some point and what else do i got going on not a whole lot just a bunch of figures coming in uh and that's about it oh that was why i even brought up the uh employee of the month thing at all is i got a text message from the guy lucas uh shout out to you lucas mm-hmm. he listens to the podcast occasionally uh, what's up lucas um he he he's a salesperson at my dealership and he also runs the store's uh Instagram account as well uh account and he put the picture of me doing my squat he posted it and made a thing saying uh he promoted it as well um saying please join us in congratulating our employee yada yada anyway he sent me a screenshot of that post getting 1000 likes 1007 likes wow. without me even being tagged in it um wow. cuz he knew better than to tag me in it i told him <laughs> Let's not associate my podcasts with my work for now. Uh, <laughs> last week it was at 300, last Saturday. And uh, this this Sunday it's at 1,000 already. Nice. Yeah, it's crazy. And, I, and I'm not even tagged in it, so it's not even fucking, not even because of me. It's probably just the car. Yeah. The car's worth more than I am. So, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, dude, I don't know. Um, do you want to touch this Boba Fett article that we put off from last sure. week? Sure, yeah, yeah. What is it? Top the 10 most badass things. Well, we, we can finish with Boba this. Boba Fett has done. That Boba Fett yeah. has done. That are sadly not canon anymore. A.K.A. Legends, son. Mm-hmm. They're only legends. They're only legends. Um, Yeah, we'll just we'll do a quick. I don't need to fucking read all this, but we'll, just, we'll do a quick skim through. Mm-hmm. Number 10, he set the Sarlacc on fire. Fire. On fire. So, uh, yeah, he had a jetpack malfunction that resulted in him falling in the Sarlacc pit. And apparently, he lit that bitch on fire and flew out. Which could still be canon. I, I bet we find out in Book of Boba Fett how he escapes I the Sarlacc pit. I guarantee we do. I, we fucking have to. Um, Let's see. Went another round with Han Solo crippled and dying of cancer. Whoa, that's dark. I don't think I've ever heard of this, but uh, let's see. What does it say? He uh, he fights Han Solo after going through a bit of a midlife, mid-life crisis. Fett uh, has to cope with a cybernetic leg and a rare cancer after escaping the Sarlacc, and Solo wants a taste of his old life back as a smuggler. Cool. Interesting. Mm. Is cancer a thing in the Star Wars universe? It is in Legends. Apparently. <laughs> uh, he dueled Darth Vader. And then continue and continued to work, to work for, him. for him later. Hmm. So yeah, as told in Boba Fett, Enemy of the Empire, he. Uh... Oh wait, that's Dark Lord engaged Fett's services on many occasions. Obviously in the the OT too. Right. But after a minute to Merrick's minor, in which Fett secured but failed to hand over a valuable artifact for Vader, the Sith Lord dueled Fett over a molten pit. Hmm. Very uh. Very Mustafar reminiscent. Uh, Fett shot Vader point blank in the head, and Vader nearly squeezed the life out of Fett with the Force. Of course. Finally, Fett kicked the artifact into the lava, and Vader had to choose between recovering it or ending Fett's life. Smart choice. So I assume that he went to recover the artifact, right. and Fett flew away. That's what I would say, too. That's kind of cool. He got a five million credit bounty with nothing but a bow and some arrows. Shit. Fucking badass. Badass. There's Legolas over here, bro. Uh, 
let's see boba fett didn't rely on technology to get his mark even discarding his beskar armor when he tracked the butcher of montelian surrette I wish these had sources yeah. so I could like know where to go see these stories. But uh, once he found out the perimeter defenses of the Davaronians compound could be triggered by his tech, he opted out to infiltrate using nothing but a crossbow and a knife. That's sick as That's fuck. That's awesome. Uh, let's see. He outsmarted all Vader's bounty hunters to become Jabba the Hutt's champion. Hmm. Unfortunately, hmm. yeah, after Boba Fett was instrumental in capturing Han and Leia, he was given 300,000 credits by the Empire. Damn, this motherfucker got hella money. Uh, in addition to receiving Solo's frozen body as a prize. Nice. But he had to fight off all of the other bounty hunters because apparently they wanted to take some of the credits, but Boba was like, nah-uh-uh, that's my money. <laughs> that's my money, bitch. He went toe-to-toe with Mace Windu? Hell yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know why they have a picture of Mando. I know. Fucking screen God damn it, screen uh, Yeah. And so it's from Star Wars know... Theory's web, uh, his, one of his videos too. Because he's got his. I see his little icon. God damn, yeah. screen rant. What you doing? Uh, I see, as we all know, Mace Windu killed Jango. Yeah. There's a whole arc in the Clone Wars where Boba Fett's trying to get revenge. Keep doing that, sorry. Um in a scene right out of the Princess Bride, Fed approached Windu and explained that he was going to avenge his father's death. Nice. And the two dueled with Fett stabbing the Jedi Master in the ribs until both were left utterly broken. Ironically, it was Palpatine who ended up halting the fight before Fett could deliver a killing blow. Mm. So apparently, Fett was about to fucking kill Mace Windu. I don't like that. That's I don't I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's hard to believe. I mean, it's cool. It's it's it'd be a cool fucking scrap to it's, see. It's but one of those things where it's like Boba Fett stands just got a little too ahead of themselves. A hundred percent. Hey now, uh, dueled Jedi fugitive Obi Wan Kenobi. Mm. He was, which is, let's see, yeah. So uh, it looks like it's. When, uh, yeah, on the dying stars known as the Red Twins, Fett engaged in a battle with Obi-Wan Kenobi, a fugitive at that point, so it's obviously post-Order 66, nearly killing the Jedi Master and driving him from the system. So, obviously, in this story, again, I wish they had links to mm-hmm. the, the legends and material this is from, but apparently, in this story, Boba Fett... Oh, no, because he was obviously still alive. I was thinking this was post-Sarlacc Pit, but that's Return of the Jedi. Um, so yeah, he went toe to toe with Obi-Wan. Apparently he collected a bounty on his own client after losing a bet. Hmm. Who'd have thought that mean? Um, I guess, well, I said in the eighties cartoon, star Wars droids, Boba Fett is hired by size from to take out an elite racing team as they prepared their land speeder for the, the Bunta speeder race. Uh, Fett tries to sabotage their speeder before the race, but is later forced to enter himself. Unbeknownst to Fett, his client had planted a bomb in his target's speeder, which ends up directly threatening Fett's safety. Uh, when his target ends up winning anyway, Fett is so fed up with the entire affair that he turns f- uh, he turns from in for a bounty from Jabba the Hutt. So he was hired by a guy who had a bounty on him already, and he said, fuck you, you annoyed me, I'm turning you in. Nice. Yeah. Um... Which a couple of things about this. A, it's cool that it's the uh, Bunta speeder race because that's this. If this is from the '80s and the Bunta Eve classic pod race mm-hmm. from 
Phantom Menace was until 1999. That's that's, that's cool. Pretty they cool. That from that. Uh, he turned the tide of an invasion as leader of Mandalore in his 70s. Wow. So this is from oh they actually cite it the New Jedi Order books. Um. So apparently he was a leader of Mandalore at the time. Dude, what? I gotta check this shit out. Uh, Boba Fett led the Mandalorian fleet to take on Vong forces, but the Vong, unaware that Fett was helping the New Republic, enlisted them as mercenaries. Fett and his warriors maintained the ruse, while all the all the while continuing to feed information to New Republic intelligence. Snitches. Mm. Uh, Fett kept training militias and Mandalorians to repel the Vong, and once they were defeated, he helped the Mandalorian protectors liberate Vong-controlled planets. And last but not least, trained Han Solo's daughter to take down a Sith Lord. Mm-hmm. When Boba Fett found out that Han Solo's son Jason had become Darth Cadus and the new Dark Sith, Lord of the Sith, he was appalled. He he sent Solo some Beskar armor with a simple note that instructed him to throttle the life out of his vermin spawn. Wow. Impressed by what Fett had sent to the family, Han's daughter Jaina decided to use the old bounty hunter's hatred for Jedi to get him to agree to help her hunt Cadus down. Fett agreed to train her in the ways of a bounty hunter, and even though his days of Jedi killing were behind him. Oh, even though his de- days of Jedi killing were behind him. That's cool. I, I really like this. Yeah, me too. I like the I like the idea of A, Boba Fett sending fucking, uh, was it Beskar? Yeah. S- sending, yeah, Beskar armor to Han Solo. It's like, your kid's out of line. Go straight that kill out. your and kid. I know they could fuck you up, so <laughs> yeah. some armor. That's great. Um, and then ultimately being like, no, nah, I'm going to train their twin to... Yeah, they got Jedi strength, so I'm going to train them how to be a bounty hunter and go in and, and get their bounty. Uh, that's actually really cool. I dig that. Damn. Um, Too bad they didn't keep that so shit. So, yeah. There was a couple things that um, we had a suggestion from... Ooh, I'm blanking on their name. Was it Minerva who sent it to us? Minerva. What's up, Minerva? So, she had asked a question about that she wants to hear us talk about um which we're not going to do today because i didn't do the due diligence of proper research i'm not just going to fumble my way through an article right um or whatever i can find but let's let's try to plan to do that on next week's show okay and essentially her thing was uh there was certain inspirations that george lucas like blatantly took for star wars but never gave acknowledgement to mm-hmm. So I think it'd be kind of fun. Yeah, we can we can touch on that a bit, and and I don't know enough about it to have an opinion yet, but I, I'm interested in it. But I was thinking it'd be kind of cool to do a little segment next week about George George's uh influences on Star Wars, and I know we know some of them, but maybe we can do research on on things that are classics that are you know Star Wars is reminiscent of, right? That whether whether or not George has ever credited them for, for the inspiration for Star Wars. Cause we know like, uh, what is it? Not He-Man. Let's, let's see the other one. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. He, he's got, a, he's got a few of these, uh, you know, a few things that ins- inspired him. Right. Uh, I can't believe I'm blanking on this dude. Now I got to look it up, <laughs> but <laughs> it was before our, uh, our time of course Ugh, we're nothing but young bucks bro young bucks that was my first yawn star of the fucking War. show that's pretty good star wars obviously kurosawa yeah 
It's a sci-fi thing, dude. The the guys in Ted, the movie Ted. What's his name? Oh, fucking um. Ah, oh, Flash Gordon. Flash fucking Gordon. I don't know why I was thinking He Man. I don't know. Blonde, muscular dude. Sure. Um, but yeah. So let's. I, I'm gonna do some research this week because I'm actually interested in that. Also, we were gonna talk about um. The criminal cr- yes, faction, the syndicates. So I'm actually preparing an IG quick reference guide for that. I didn't finish it. I created the template, and I'm just going through and doing um, research and whatnot, and trying to plug them with as much info as possible. But I'm going to get those posted on Instagram this week. So if they're not already posted by the time you're listening to this, they'll be up in the next couple of days. And on next week's show, we'll kind of give a skim through that as well and and give our thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll include some canon stuff, some legend stuff. And uh, we'll have a fun discussion about crime syndicates and George Lucas's inspiration for Star Wars. Fuck all of yes. that next week. Other than that, is there anything else you want to talk about on this? Um, nah, man. I think I'm good. I think we got everything. Uh, I think we we had a. I think we touched on everything we were trying to trying to get to this week. Um, we did it. We did it. We got another one in the books. This one's episode twenty three. Is it? Yeah, because we kept labeling everything 21 last week, and we had already released a 21. <laughs> so last week was 22. Yeah. This week is 23. Um, she, man. The Jordan of hey, podcast episodes. Yeah, it is. This is. Yeah, we are the Michael Jordan of Star Wars podcast. What? What did I just call us? Shots fired, RFR. Hey. <laughs> oh, shit. Just kidding. Young bucks are coming. Bro. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, Jimmy Mac, um, Jason Swank. Nah, man, I I love RFR. Yep, no, they're they're, great. Uh, they're they're like uh, I mean, I don't I don't know if we would ever be doing this if it wasn't for things like RFR right? theory. You know, like those those are obviously inspirations. We even nod to them in our our intro. Like I've seen these movies like five hundred times. Yeah, that's in that their is, intro. Yeah, that is it's like I've seen Star Wars five hundred times. So that was kind of like our little our little love letter. Yeah, you're a little love letter, but I I wrote that. I'm shit. co-signing it. I wrote that shit. <laughs> that's me rapping um, in the beginning. Don't get it twisted. But Spencer's the one who threw that beat yes, in there man. and all those awesome uh, those dope ad libs, not ad libs, but uh, sound bites. Snippets, the little snips, little little baby snips. But other than that, man, thank you for hanging out with us uh, as we talk about Star Wars, this thing that we love. If you're not already doing so, head over to Instagram. You know you want to follow us. You want to follow us. (laughs) Uh, We're on Instagram at their only legends, um, and I post all sorts of fun stuff over there. You already know the drill. Go follow us over there. Uh, if you want to send any kind of comments or questions or concerns or games or you want to tell us you love us or hate us or anything in between, you can send all that over to theironlylegends at gmail.com or you can send us a DM on Instagram because I check those much more frequently. Um, let's see. If you're an Apple user, why don't you head over to the Apple store, scroll down, click that sweet, sweet fifth star on the right mm-hmm. and please write something nice dude i don't know what it is with people like people are glued to their phones they'd be texting i know i know people listen to this show we get the stats i know you're listening we know you're out i will there. send you a t-shirt if you go and leave a review on our show we got we got a handful of nice five-star ratings and i love that and i appreciate that and thank you so much if you've gone over and left a rating if you leave a review i will send you a t-shirt leave a review send me a dm be like hey I left this review. I, it can be 
good, bad, I don't care. I will send you a t-shirt. You can be like, I hate this show. And I'll be like, what's your size? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just go go tell us what you think. We that Like, straight up. Um, other than that, what you got to plug, my man? Uh, nothing. Nothing else. There's nothing. Uh, just kidding. I'm just... <laughs> bye, bye, guys. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. If you uh, want to hear me and uh, my buddy Travis uh, talk about lots of things sports uh, by the time... Ooh, not yet. If you're listening to this when this drops, on Friday, two days from this release, there will be a new episode of Psych with Travis and Tyler. Um, I don't know what we're going to talk about because we don't prepare for those that show, and uh, sometimes it's obvious. But um, now, yeah, go give it a check out. Whatever you're listening to us currently on, you can find Psych with Travis and Tyler on there. That's S-I-I-I-K-E exclamation mark. Or you can just search my name, Tyler Gray. You'll find it either way. Um and that's Friday, April 2nd. That will be Friday, April 2nd. You know what else comes out Friday, April 2nd? Bad Batch. No. Oh, fuck. That's... Dendi Tartus just fucking... Clone Wars on Disney. I was Plus, like, bro. I knew it was one of those things. And I was like, oh, no, May 4th. Bad Batch is May the 4th. May the 4th, yeah. 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 But we'll get we'll get some sweet, sweet Clone Wars too. Yeah. Over until then. We'll, we'll have to do a deep dive on that. Yeah, we will. That's something I want to do is, is jump, on, jump on that and... Yeah, do like a review of it. I'm so excited for you to watch it since you have it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, dude. I'm I'm excited for it too. Um, I think it's my favorite Star Wars. Okay, well, that's that's a big cosign. So be prepared for me to be disappointed in it now because you put such a big bow on it. Um, But anyway, yeah. Find someone say anything negative about that. I dare you. Uh, how much time you got? I'm I'm about to Google it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, other than that, nah, man, uh, Travis and our, our good friend, uh, Matt, Sir Matthew Powell, they got an outdoors podcast. The most recent one is called gone squatching, uh, where they talk Mm -hmm. about Bigfoot. Uh, it's a pretty entertaining one. Actually, uh, I'm going to say this now. I'm a little disappointed in those boys over there, uh, because I was listening to it and I had to send them a text message, uh, because they were talking about Bigfoot being real or not. And then the theory of, uh, Bigfoot possibly being extraterrestrial. And then they mentioned the fact that uh, Travis says, and nothing I've ever seen about aliens has an alien had hair or fur. So I texted mm. them and I said, guys, Chewbacca's a Wookiee. A Wookiee's an alien, uh-huh. an alien that looks an awful mm. lot like Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Just Dude, saying. we have a Wookiee running around? I think, I think we got a Wookiee running around, my guy. I think hell yeah. I think there is a Wookiee just running around the Pacific Northwest, ripping arms off of anybody who gets too close. You know, and yes, you know sir. what? It's probably yeah. Chewbacca. And the abominable snowman's probably a Wampa. Dude, Star Wars. Star Wars is a fucking documentary, bro. Yep. As as uh, what Paul Bateman said on the RFR podcast, Star Wars is a documentary, and then Disney made a movie about the documentary in 2015. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yes sir with I that with that we'll, we'll 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 let you guys go listen to other podcasts and uh enjoy the rest of your day we appreciate you hanging out with us as always we appreciate the support the follows the listens the comments everything you guys do uh makes us feel like what we're doing is worth it uh we're just glad to give you guys a spot to listen to some uh some good star wars discussion and a safe place to talk about mm-hmm. star wars so we appreciate the support spread the word spread the love as always may the force be with you and uh Peace. Peace.